This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. Welcome to the Mom Room Podcast. My name is Renee Rena, and I am definitely the mom friend you have always wanted. All right, it is Monday evening. It is 7.13 p.m. to be specific. We just put Milo down, so he's definitely not sleeping yet. Um, But yeah, I'm in our bedroom and I decided for tomorrow's episode that I would tell you guys to ask me some questions on Instagram and then I would go over some um, tonight. I... I have so many things that I want to do podcast episodes about, but they all require a little bit of preparation. And then I always find myself on Monday being so busy with like today I had a recording. I'm trying to get my stupid friggin office painted, which has taken forever. Um, So finally, when I got new paint to use on the weekend, I was like, I need to do it as soon as possible. So I did that today. And then Monday is always trying to get the podcast done for tomorrow and then also setting up Friday's podcast episode. And then, of course, emails uh, from the weekend. So I always find Monday really busy. And then I didn't sleep well last night. Every once in a while lately... I wake up at some time in the middle of the night. I never usually, I shouldn't say never and then usually because that kind of like contradicts each other, but I often, most of the time when I wake up in the middle of the night, I don't check what time it is because I don't want to know because if I wake up and, you know, I don't know what time it is, it could be like one in the morning, it could be 6 a.m. If I look at my clock and it is like 6 a.m. or 5.30, then I have this internal anxiety about not having much time left to sleep. So then I put all this pressure on myself like, well, if you don't fall asleep in the next like whatever, then you're not even going to get much more sleep. So I never want that to happen. So I don't usually check my phone unless Milo is up and I know like we'll have to get up and get him then I will check my phone to see what time it is but yeah I don't like checking it and then knowing that I only have an hour left until I have to get up because then I'll never fall asleep because of anxiety I'm assuming like I don't actually feel anxious but I know that mentally I'm like putting a lot of pressure on myself to sleep So anyways, all of that was, the point of that was that it happened last night. And so by 2 p.m. today, I was so tired and I put on an episode of Bridgerton, um, which I think like half of you guys are watching or have watched. Um, I'm only on episode three, but everyone keeps talking about it. And I hate when there's a show on Netflix or wherever that everyone is talking about and you know they're talking about on like podcasts or they're talking about it on late night television shows and I so I just feel left out if I haven't seen it because it is freaking hard for me to sit through uh, a tv show or a movie that is 
like in a different time period. I really struggle with that, especially when they have such heavy accents because I have a hard time understanding what they're saying. Um, probably because I don't pay attention, like I don't have a good attention span. So anyways, I like, why am I going all over the place? I didn't have anything to talk about today and clearly I just keep talking about the most random subjects. So my point was that I woke up last night and I was tired. So at 2 p.m. today, when I would usually record this podcast, um, I was like, nope. And I just put on an episode of Bridgerton and I honestly watched maybe 20 minutes of it. And then I just closed my eyes on the couch until like quarter after three. And then I had to rush and make dinner, which I ruined and my husband had to fix when he got home. Uh, And then I went and got Milo. And so now, like all of this to say that this is why I am recording this at 7. Now it is 7.18 at night. So I'll just jump into some of the questions. I won't get to very many, but um, here we go. So one question is about baby or toddler sleep regressions and if Milo went through them and if we have any tips on how to manage them. So we actually woke up with Milo every time he got up until he was 11 months old. Um, He definitely has periods where he either like takes longer to fall asleep or he wakes up in the middle of the night. Like recently, he has been getting up like maybe once or twice a week. Um, He'll get up in the middle of the night, like three or four in the morning. And usually we go and get him and like sit with him in bed until he calms down. Uh, And then we will put him back to bed. And sometimes it can take a couple times to get him back uh, to sleep because when we go to put him back, he might get really upset. Uh, So then we bring him back to our bed and we are definitely not um, strict when it comes to like having sleep training rules or things that we kind of abide by. We are very, um, we take it one night at a time and if, you know, he's upset and it doesn't sound like a normal, just like he's whining and he's going to fall back asleep on his own, then we go and get him. Um, So yeah, we never did any kind of sleep training, like nothing, until at 11 months old, we let him cry for a couple nights because He was getting up like two to four times a night. Um, So then we let him cry a couple times. It was awful, like awful. Um, He cried for like, I think the longest amount of time was like 20, 22 minutes, I think. Um, But yeah, and then the next night it was much less. And then since then, he's kind of just slept through the night. Um, for the most part, like the odd time he will wake up or he'll have trouble falling asleep. Um, but yeah, we, we never had like a period where it was like, oh wow, he's in a major sleep regression. Maybe when he was younger and we were getting up with him, but since he was 11 months old, I would say his sleep has been pretty good, but... Of course, when he's sick, 
um, sleep really sucks. And oftentimes he'll sleep with my husband, um, but he'll be up like throughout the night. So when, and like, I'm sure that's the same for all kids. Like when they're sick, sleep is a struggle. Um, but yeah, I, I would say if he does have sleep regressions, it's very minimal and it's not like he's not sleeping for most of the night or he's up every couple hours. It's more so like he gets up once, um, we hang out with him for a little bit till he calms down and then we put him back. But it's funny that someone asked this question because my husband and I were literally just talking about how we dealt with his sleep like since the time he was a baby and I was saying that because we're potty training right now I was kind of um, relating it to sleep in that you know people put out all these different methodologies for like sleep training or you should do this you should do this Uh, if they wake up at this time like you know rub their back for five minutes and then leave the room for two minutes and like we really don't fucking do any of that shit and I know like I have friends who have done different methods and it's worked great but we like from the very beginning have never followed any kind of um, program or rules uh, very strictly. I mean, for example, the potty training, like I had an idea of what we were going to do based on Jamie Glowacki's book, Oh Crap, and also just based on my instinct of, you know, I wanted to prompt him and bring him to the potty like regularly um, to try and avoid accidents so I kind of merged those two things but then as we started going um like when was it last night um we knew that he had to go poop and so we put a diaper on him because he didn't go all day and we knew he had to go and he was not wanting to go on the potty so instead of having him hold it in or you know poop in the bathtub or have an accident we just decided you know what let's put his training diaper on him and then we kind of just left him alone for 20 minutes and he did he had a big poop um and then we went up and had a bath and it was bedtime so i you know on one hand you feel like oh like frustrated because it's not going the way that you had planned it to go or you know you might look at that as a failure um but at the end of the day like I was so happy that we put his diaper on him and that he had his poop and that he was comfortable and we were all gonna go to bed happy and he wasn't like under stress And it's the same, like we do sleep in a very similar way. I do whatever feels right in that exact situation. So over, you know, since he was a baby over the last couple years, we have learned what is just like a, he's half asleep, half awake and whining and he's going to fall back asleep as soon as he like finds a soother or something. Um, versus like he's upset and he wants us especially now because he's more verbal he will say like mommy daddy and fuck like as soon as he says that we go and get him because I can't I don't want him to be uncomfortable and I want him to know that we will comfort him when he's upset and again this is just us this is me Um, I am biased I have training and attachment I know 
that, you know, people do other things and it works fine and their kids are fine and happy and well adjusted. This is just how I feel good doing things. This episode is brought to you by Little Spoon. If you're like me, then the bane of your existence is thinking about what to feed your children, prepping food, going to the grocery store, all of the above. Who has the time? We are all so busy, and it's important to incorporate things into our life that keep our life as simple and convenient as possible. Little Spoon is one way to do just that. They deliver fresh, healthy meals and snacks straight to your door that your kid will love at every eating stage they are in. The baby blends are fresh, organic baby food from single ingredients to multi-textured purees to take the stress out of starting solids. They partner with Clean Label Project to test their blends for 400 plus contaminants, including heavy metals. So you know you're getting good stuff. The Biteables are finger food meals that are cut to size to promote easy self-feeding and they are healthy, balanced, and free of artificial junk. The Little Spoon plates are toddler and big kid meals that are free of junk and they taste amazing. Even the pickiest eaters will love them. Think hidden veggie mac and cheese, chicken nuggets, and adventurous eats like potstickers, gnocchi, and more. They also offer really fun things like puffs, they have smoothies, lunchers, and snacks. You quite literally never have to think about food again. It's just easy peasy. And did I mention this all comes right to your door? It is so flexible, so easy, and everything stores right in the fridge and freezer. The price is right. The quality is unmatched. You are going to love it and your kids are going to love it. It is just a huge win for your family. Simplify your kids' mealtime with 30% off your first order. Go to littlespoon.com slash momroom and enter our code momroom at checkout to get 30% off your first Little Spoon order. My husband and I both turn the big four zero next year, and we have been thinking a lot about our long-term health. We want to get smarter about our health, make better choices, but also not feel overwhelmed trying to separate fact from fiction. There is so much information out there and it can be hard to figure out what applies to you, what is right, and what is wrong. Well, let me introduce you to the Zoe Science and Nutrition Podcast. With the help of world-leading scientists, they help you make smarter health choices every week. Don't just take my word for it. Naomi's Apple Review says, Zoe Science and Nutrition is super easy to consume even if you don't understand the science. With loads of actionable tips, a great mix of guests, and interesting cutting-edge science. You can't go wrong with a weekly podcast where world-leading scientists explain how their own research could improve your health. If you're ready to join millions of others like Naomi transforming their health, then search for Zoe Science and Nutrition wherever you listen to podcasts. Two accounts that I will direct you to for sleep, and I have two different podcast episodes on sleep. One is with Baby's Best Sleep, and the other one is with Nurture Eve Sleep. I will link them in the episode notes. Um, I specifically wanted to have two different sleep episodes, and I'm sure I'll have more down the road, but I wanted one to be more of a sleep training approach, um, and then another one that kind of takes the approach that we do, where we kind of just do what works for us in that moment. Um, So yeah, definitely check out those podcast episodes, um, and I will link them in the episode notes. Somebody asked, what do you want to do post-COVID? Like travel or go on dates? Honestly, 
I just want to enjoy going shopping again. It's so not enjoyable, especially like I want to just take Milo to the mall and, you know, be able to browse stuff and not worry about him walking down the aisles and touching things or getting close to people. I think all like, sure, I can talk about big things like, oh, I want to go to like Mexico. I want to go to Vancouver. Um, But really what I think has affected me most are the little day-to-day things that have kind of completely turned our lives around without us even noticing it. For example, the shopping thing. Like, just the fact that when you go into a store, you're not super comfortable and, you know, chatting with people and smiling and I'm worried about, you know, touching certain things or I can't bring Milo places or I try to avoid it. Um, Like, all these things add up and it makes life completely different. I have not seen my parents in a while or my sister in a while, which is shitty. Um, So I definitely, my parents right now are building a cottage. I never know what to call it because up north we would call it like a camp, but it's not like a tent in the woods. It's like a house. So it's like a house on a, like in the woods, basically on a lake um, up in Northern Ontario. And I cannot wait to take Milo there in the summer and take him swimming and catch frogs and just do all that kind of stuff. Roast marshmallows. Um, He's going to friggin love it. So I'm really looking forward to that. Um, Something else, my husband and I, a few times since we moved to the GTA, which is the greater Toronto area, not Grand Theft Auto. (laughs) So since we moved to the GTA... My mom would come and babysit Milo like every so often for an evening or like to spend the night and my husband and I would get a hotel downtown and we would meet up with friends and go for dinner and then go to a comedy show Um, and it was so awesome and I really miss doing things like that. Uh, We've gone to a few Raptors games, which is so fun. We love doing that. And we always, like, we couldn't wait till Milo was old enough to take him. Um, So I'm looking forward to that. Because we bought a new house, I want to decorate this house so badly, but I have a hard time ordering stuff online. I need to go and see things. So I'm really looking forward to more HomeSense trips and going to Ikea and, you know, Pottery Barn, even though I find their stuff so expensive. um, It's just fun to look at and dream. It's funny because I put out this post the other day um, making fun of Kathy and I's conversation that we were having on, I think it was Saturday. It was all about duvet covers and duvets and measuring your bed to make sure it fit the bed properly so that it draped on the side of the mattress because we have a king size mattress it's an nd mattress and our duvet and duvet cover is from ikea i believe and literally the duvet like barely hangs off the edges of the mattress like it does it's not big enough at all and I never thought to myself to like 
actually measure the mattress and then look at dimensions. Um, so we just have lived with this really small duvet on our bed. But then I go into a store and they have these big, beautiful beds with like big duvets that are hanging over the edges of the bed. And I'm like, where the fuck did you get these duvets? Like, what is wrong with my bed and my duvet? So anyways, there's a store in Toronto that carries really high end like duvet and duvet covers and they were having a sale. So she was letting me know because she has their duvet and duvet cover and it's a good size for the mattress. Like it goes over the edge so you can't see the sides of your mattress. Like, duh, you'd think that this would just be how it was, but it's not. It's so hard to find a duvet that fits properly. So I measured the bed. I looked at the dimensions because they have a king size um, duvet, but they also have a jumbo king size. So I was comparing that. And uh, so anyways, we had this big long conversation and I was like, this is pathetic. Like this is what we are talking about at 35 years old. So I put out this post that was just basically making fun of that. And I put up screenshots of our conversation and um, I told Kathy that my dream like duvet cover and pillowcases were from Pottery Barn, but I could not fathom spending, I think it was like $400 on the duvet cover. Um, and she was like, you'll spend that on clothing in two seconds. Like you wouldn't even think twice about it. So why wouldn't you spend it on something that you really want, like a good quality duvet cover that you're going to be sleeping in every single night? And I was like, that is such a good point because I will literally, and I I used to have a problem. Now I don't even go shopping and I wear pajamas all day, but I would go into Aritzia and buy like two sweaters, let's say, and their sweaters are expensive, but they're so beautiful looking. And I would buy like two sweaters for $400 easily. And I don't buy expensive things really. Like I wear Nikes, I wear like American Eagle jeans. I I don't spend a lot of money on clothing except for some things. And I don't spend money on shoes. I don't spend money on purses. Like the purse that I use, I literally got probably seven years ago from Winners. And I get compliments on it all the time. And I'm like, this is so old and it's from Winners. Uh, I don't spend a lot of money on products like face products, shampoo, stuff like that. Um, I really, so like my one thing was certain items of clothing, I would see them and I just had to have them. So I would spend the money on them. But then here's the real kicker is that I would have these expensive sweaters sitting in my closet, but I knew that they were expensive. So then I would rarely wear them because I didn't want to like ruin them or I felt like I had to wear them on special occasions. So I thought I would point that out because um, when I showed the screenshots of our conversation, some people were like, you spend that much money on sweaters? And it was like, yeah, I have. And I collect them over time and I barely wear them. So they are in pristine condition and I have them for years. But yes, I have been known to buy expensive sweaters from Aritzia specifically. And it's so funny because... I had this thing with Aritzia. If I would go into another store and they had a sweater for that price, I'd be like, I'm not paying that here. No way. But if it was Aritzia, for some reason it was worth it to me. And I'm still weird like that. 
Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode of The Mom Room and providing me with samples. You know how a lot of people can't leave the house without a water bottle? It's like their emotional support water bottle. I am the exact same way with facial tissues. And that is because I have such bad allergies, specifically in my sinuses, to the point where I know I'm going to have to blow my nose multiple times in a day, and I cannot be out in public without my emotional support facial tissues. Luckily, for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin Clear with Claritin D. Designed for serious allergy sufferers, Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so that you can breathe better. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. Now I know if I have a big event, maybe I'm going to a concert, going out for dinner, I don't want to be blowing my nose every two seconds. It's very unbecoming. And so I will take Claritin D and enjoy my evening. Ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin Clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter or ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin Clear. Use as directed. This episode is brought to you by Lola V. Lola V is an award-winning hair care line by none other than Jennifer Aniston. They offer clean, plant-powered products for every hair type and texture. I just did my whole hair care routine with all the products the other night, and I am obsessed. Along with incredible shampoo and conditioner, they have an intensive repair treatment that you can use once a week. They also have a lightweight hair oil. There's a leave-in treatment, and there's also a glossing detangling which I need because lately I want to do my hair in like a slicked back look, but my hair is too frizzy. Get 15% off Lola V with the code MOMROOM at www.lolav.com slash MOMROOM and Lola V is L-O-L-A-V-I-E. Okay, I'll do one more question and then I should go spend some time with my husband because one of my love languages is quality time. So Jackie asked me, how is business going? What are your 2021 goals? So business is going well. I absolutely love doing the podcast and I think I have gotten amazing guests. Like the episodes are full of information. So I'm really proud of all the episodes that I have done thus far. Um... I, my goal for 2021, like my New Year's resolution was to really um, think about guests that I wanted to have on the show and also reach out to potential sponsors. Um, My podcast is regularly in the top 10 of the kids and family category on Apple and it's regularly number one for parenting in Canada. So there is really no reason why I shouldn't have sponsors and be able to monetize the podcast because this is a shit ton of work. Um, The planning, the scheduling, like I'm basically an admin person. I record the episodes, which takes a while. I edit the episodes. Now I'm recording video and I send um, time points to my video editor so she can make the promo clips. Um, It is a lot of work. And then I upload the episode notes. I have to reformat the, the audio into a WAV file. 
write the show notes, like get all the person's links and everything to put in the episode notes. It's a lot. And then there's also the prep to do the episodes. So I often create a little outline with people that are going to be co-hosts. And then from there, I like brainstorm each kind of topic that we're going to talk about. Like, how does it relate to me? Like, what's my experience with it? If I have any questions for them. So that takes up a lot of time as well. So yeah, to have sponsors would be amazing and I've reached out to uh, some awesome companies and I am not opposed to having small businesses as sponsors as well. Um, So yeah, hopefully we will have some ads in the episodes uh, coming up. Other than that, I do have a new website that I am working on with someone else. Um, She's helping me get set up so it's easy for me to send off invoices, to schedule uh, podcast recordings or schedule meetings with brands. Um, So that will be coming soon. I also have a photo shoot coming up in February, um, assuming that the COVID lockdown is um, lifted, but we will see. I always wanted to start a YouTube channel, so I bought a camera. Um, That was kind of like a gift to myself and I've been recording and making little videos that I've been putting up on YouTube. So that's been really fun and I'm looking forward to doing more of that. Initially, my goal was to have a weekly vlog, but once I realized how much work that would be, um, even having an editor do the final like cut to make it super entertaining the the filming and like the going through all the footage to get like the decent parts um so that she like the editor didn't have to do a ton of that um because you're paying by the hour it would be a ton of work and really i wanted to not take away any of what i'm already doing on the podcast um if anything i want to do more on the podcast so Um, I decided for now that I'm just going to shoot little things here and there. Like I did a Christmas video. I did a bedtime routine video. Um, So yeah, I'm going to do that and then just make fun videos and put them up as I make them. If you've been following me for a while, you know that I was working on a book and I have a few chapters written. Um, So I really need to get back into that. And the struggle with that is I need to set aside chunks of time to just focus on writing and right now I'm all over the place like I wake up I'm like shooting a TikTok and then I you know will go answer emails and then I will um, record a podcast and then I'll edit a podcast and like I'm just I don't have a schedule at all Um, I'm bouncing all over the place just I, I fly by the seat of my pants like I'm just doing shit as it comes up Um, So with writing, I need to be so focused and in like a quiet space, zero distractions. So that's been difficult for me. So I need to, my plan is once the office is set up, I am going to block out chunks of time each week and get back to writing because that's something that I really want to finish, hopefully in 2021. 
All right, this episode is already 25 minutes long and I usually like to keep them around 20 minutes, so I'm going to end it there, but perhaps I will answer the rest of the questions tomorrow on Instagram on my stories, so tune in for that. Um, But yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. The podcast has been doing so well and I'm so excited. I hope it just keeps getting more and more popular. So if you have a friend that you think would like the podcast, please send it to them. Um, If you haven't already, subscribe and rate and review because that keeps me at the top of the charts. So yeah, thank you so much and I hope your child or children and you sleep tonight.